I'm now joined by the legendary BJ Penn, the prodigy himself, a UFC Hall of Famer, uh, who's been generous enough with his time today uh, to join us. BJ, how are you today? How you doing, man? I'm good. I, you know, I'm, I'm not on the big island. It's, it's, it's a little bit cool up here. I'm sure it's beautiful out there. It is. Today really is a nice day. It's actually uh, getting pretty. It's getting pretty warm over here in uh, in Hawaii right now. Uh, getting up in the nineties, so uh, you know that plus humidity. That's pretty pretty hot for us. For sure. So I know they call it the Big Island, but when you're BJ Penn, it's probably a pretty small island. Everybody knows you. Everybody knows who you are. But these situations keep coming up with uh, things that are happening outside of bars or nightclubs or whatever it is in, in Hawaii. Uh, let's clear this up. I know on TMZ last week there were two videos posted, um, one where a guy hit you and one where um, I guess you, after the fact, um, went after him. Uh, I don't know if it's self-defense or what the deal is, but uh, can you walk us through exactly what happened from your side of the story? Um, okay, look, just to begin with, uh, there was another, even another video posted on TMZ, me holding somebody on the ground. And uh, from that, because I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of a custody case right now. And uh, from that, from that last one, I got a lot of flack already from, from the custody evaluator, from, from their lawyer, of course, um, from my lawyer. So, you know, the last thing I'm, I'm looking to, um, to do, but yeah, because everybody was saying that I held down a bouncer, but it wasn't a bouncer or anything like that. It was just something happened, and I and I had to protect myself and hold the guy on the ground. But the so the last thing I want to do is get into any tr- type of trouble. I mean, my custody case, me seeing my kids depends on all this stuff, and it's just really strange how um you know things just happen, and you know you never see this kind of stuff. But here I am in a custody case, and this happens twice. But uh, so. I'm I'm at a concert gonna gonna go meet a friend of mine that I knew since we were since we were real young kids and uh I'm over there and then an acquaintance of mine he gets mad about something. You know if something was said or what or if it was an old past thing and then uh he wants to he wants to uh fight about it and I'm like, No, no, and we got a lot of witnesses, everybody who can corroborate my story. But uh I'm like, No, 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 I don't wanna fight we're friends, everything's cool, this and that. So he even walks outside and I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, this is silly. I'm going to go get him, calm him down, come back inside. We'll come, we'll come enjoy the concert. We got some other friends there, this and that, this and that. And then uh, I walk outside to go, to go give the guy, to go give the guy a hug. And then he hits me twice and I'm like, oh, no, 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 calm down, calm down. Try to give him another hug. And he hits me a couple more times. And then, and then he hits me again. I mean, I, I wish they didn't cut the, the, the video in half. So whoever cut, put that video up, cut it in half. I, I wish they had the whole thing and show me trying to hug the guy. And then uh, finally my adrenaline picked up because he was hitting me so much. I'm like, oh, go ahead, hit me again. But really, I thought the guy would eventually just be like, ah, you know what? Forget it, PJ, whatever. Give me a hug or whatever. Walk away. And then he hit me and he hit me good, knocked me down. And then when I got back up, uh, he tried it again, and then I just I just had to defend myself already. So that's what you see in the second video. But that's uh, that's what I, the last thing I'm trying to do is trying to look to go out into a fight. I mean, ask anybody who knows me. I mean, I'm 
I'm not the first guy to go around and just start pushing people. Like the last thing, I just want to, I am, I'm, I'm an older guy too. And I just want to enjoy my life. And, you know, I, I'm thinking today driving around, why don't I have two bodyguards on, on the sides of me at all times, just making sure it's impossible. I can get into any trouble. I was thinking that all morning. It's just, you know, I just got so much things going on. I got this custody case going on and I got a, I got a, my last fight I'm supposed to be taking care of. <clears throat> I'm jumping into a uh, training camp uh, right now and just uh, a lot of things, a lot of things going on, a lot of things in the mind right now. So when these situations are happening, is there alcohol involved? What, what's getting all these tempers so flared? Well, we were at a, we were at a, at a concert uh, in, inside, a, inside a bar and grill place. Um, Definitely, I had uh, I had two drinks when I got over there, you know. Um, but uh, you know, just I don't know if old past grudges. That that's what happened with with that uh, last situation, or I don't know. I, I heard so much things from so much different people of why that happened. So all I know is is what exactly happened, and you know, he he hit me. I don't know. You don't know how much times you're getting hit when you're getting hit, but it. I say I would have said I would have got got hit eight eight to ten times or something like that, you know. And uh, just <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to comment on what 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 that guy was doing. I didn't. I didn't see everything he was doing. He was there before I got there, but uh, I don't know. You know, just what a what a situation. I go on your Instagram account and I see, you know, you have pictures with your beautiful daughters and all of these nice things. You're doing uh, seminars with Kyle Luno, but a lot of the comments are very negative in nature. Um, but on the flip side of that, there are also a lot of people that are showing a lot of concern about you. Um, Chuck Liddell, even in an interview with TMZ recently, said that he hopes everything's okay with you. Should people be concerned about you? Wait, you, who said that? Chuck Liddell. Who hopes to- I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? Uh, Chuck Liddell said that he he saw oh. the video of what happened with you, and he he's hoping that everything is okay with you. So, uh, is there a reason for people to be concerned about you right now? Um, no, I I don't I don't feel I don't I don't feel there is. Uh, I just uh, I just gotta just keep going and um, don't give up and just keep moving forward. Um, I'm not the kind of person that'll go pick a fight anywhere. Uh, all you gotta do is hang out with me for five seconds, and you realize that's the kind of person I am. And um, no, I'm not a troublemaker. Not don't be concerned. You see me hanging out, and come up and say hi and talk to me, and I'll talk right back to you. And uh, yeah, I I think uh, I I know I know how bad it looks. I gotta I gotta take responsibility for the positions that I'm in. I got to take responsibility for when I was getting punched to um, to not let my adrenaline go and start saying other stuff, you know what I mean? Because I really didn't want nothing to do with that. And, and um, I don't know, it is. And, and I, I feel real unfortunate for the people who believe me and, and believe in me and follow me. And I, I feel bad for them that, uh, that I was in these situations. And uh, I think... News is things are different than it used to be. I mean, here you got now, you got, you got Hawaii news. Now you got all these news stations in Hawaii and, and they are basically like TMZ. Now they, 
run stuff from TMZ and different things. So I think it's just a different world we live in. I grew up in Hawaii in the 80s. Um, I, I've seen how it is. I, I know it's, uh, it's a tough place, but, um, you know, I just, you know, you, that's what I think. I think you come up to me and you say hi to me and you're going to just get a warm, warm person. And, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely going through, through some things with this custody thing. This is really, um, this is really trying on me. You know, I really want my kids to grow up in Hawaii. Um, the mother and her husband, they want the kids to grow up in California. They're trying to get them to California. So, um, yeah, this, I got, I definitely got stuff in my mind, but, uh, you know, just, just keep moving forward. That's, that's the game plan. Well, I will vouch for one thing. I was out in Calgary for the, uh, the event last July and I was at a bar on a patio and you happened to be on that same patio. <laughs> you were with some other people and I did witness that whenever people came up to you, you took pictures with them, you were smiling and happy. So, I mean, obviously TMZ is not capturing that sort of thing, but I can say that in the one social setting I've been in where you're there, it was a positive experience for all. No, but it, it, really, does, it really does surprise me that, that people today, jeez, um, I mean, I could walk out right now and somebody film me and put me on TMZ. Or, I, I, I don't know. I just wasn't that kind of, man, if, um, it's just amazing now, right? You just, you don't know who's filming you. And I guess the first thing they say is they want to make a thousand bucks or whatever it is. And they just send that in. So it is, it is a different world we live in. And, uh, man, and, and I don't know. And I don't know myself. I don't know how I've gotten into that much trouble in, in the last month. I mean, that is just, it, it blows me away. Does it make you want to just stay at home? <laughs> like not get into these situations well, at all? Right. Like, I'm thinking, am, am, am I at fault for not um, having two bodyguards with me wherever I go? Am I at fault uh, for that? You know what I mean? I just like to go cruise around by myself, hang around by myself, and do my own thing. So, uh, I don't know. I guess that's all things I'm going to have to think about it, uh, as time goes on. So, you mentioned your daughters. You're in a custody battle. Um, your wife had some pretty serious accusations about you in the, some court documents that got released. I know this is a really difficult situation for your entire family, but is there any truth to what she said? Oh, you know, any no, at all? No, no, I, I don't know. She, look, she, she was, she, she was pregnant. I know she got pregnant and she contacted me and she said uh, she wanted to move the kids to California. I said no. And then... My daughter's birthday was coming up a week later. She was going to be 10. And then, and then next thing I know, I, by one of the people that works out at my gym said, oh, the police came, off, came over and dropped off a TRO on you. And uh, from there, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, I've just been, been dealing with any of that stuff. But, of course, no, never would um, physically harm any woman, sexually harm any woman. I mean, girls are soft, cuddly little creatures. I have two little girls myself. If anyone did anything to them, you know, I, then you'd see me on TMZ again, I'm sure. <laughs> and um, just, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I'm addicted to uh, fighting with, working out with, getting into uh, tussles with men, you know, and just would never, never just... Like I said, women are soft, cuddly little creatures. I got two of them myself, so no. But I, she's, I don't know, she's doing what she 
anything she can do to get the kids up to California. And uh, that's her and her husband's game plan. So let them do that. So, and you know, she, she just had another baby. So uh, she's, you know, she's just doing her thing. Is that why it's important for you to have a fight camp right now? I know a couple months ago, back in December, you told, I think it was MMA fighting that MMA is your wife. You know, that's what you're married to. Um, is is that one of these re- one of the reasons why you were you know hounding Dana about getting this this last fight to keep take your mind well, off of all this? Yeah, no, that it, it can, but I just love it. I love the whole process. I love just the whole thing, and yeah, not just, but this is just this is what I love to do, man. I love to do the um, the fight camps, like to get ready, like the whole mental warfare of the whole thing, and uh, it's just. It's an amazing, amazing thing to go through. And, uh, you know, I better not be um, be doing this just because I want to take my mind off something else because I'm, there's some serious stuff that goes on in the octagon. Um, you're talking about people who are so trained and so ready, you know. Like even, even Nick Lanza, I look at all his fights. I haven't seen any of his fights really, but I look at all his fights and – he looks great. He looks a lot better than he was when he was out here. He looks really good, really, um, you know, he really added a lot to his game. And uh, I see he's really came, he's really came a far way. So, I mean, just, just period. Um, it's, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't something to play around with. Like, oh, I'm just trying to take my mind off of this. Every time I know how serious this stuff is, then you really, really got to be prepared. So with Nick, he did train with you in Hawaii a couple of years back. Um, how how did that play out? Um, I, I I worked out with him over here. Um, he was I I I felt like I did good. I had some good rounds against him. He's he's a tough guy as always, but but like I said, he um, he's even better now. You can you can see it. He really made some big changes and stuff, and and all these different things. And, and honestly, I don't know why Nick is so upset. Really, just was trying to do like a just just coax him into a in, into a fight, but he was he's real upset about that and this and that, but and saying all these things, but I forgive him for he he knows not what he does, he knows not what he says, so you know I just you know I forgive him. He's a competitor. I'll see Nick Lentz the competitor on on the date that is scheduled. I think sometime later in November. So that's the game plan for now. So you say November. Originally, what Nick had said was October 18th in Boston. Is that date shifted now? Uh, that's what I, I thought. I thought um, that was going to be too soon because uh, <clears throat> just with everything going on, uh, just getting ready. And I, I really want to prepare good. And I'm, I'm sure Nick Lentz wants to see the best in Japan he can uh, come, uh, that he can he can see when it comes down to it. You know, you, you want to really beat the guy at his best or whatever. So... Yeah, November would be the best for me, and yeah, I think I think at my age and everything, that'll be that'll be perfect for me. So when you say uh, November, that's uh, there's New York, there's Moscow, Sao Paulo. Uh, which of those cities is your preference, or is it already booked for one of those cities? No, I I don't know. I was just gonna um, go talk to them, talk to them soon, but I couldn't I couldn't do the October 18th. Uh, what was the reason for for that for not being able to make it work in October? Well, just because I wasn't in shape. Just because I'm not going to be in shape in October. 
2018. I want to get a little bit of a camp. I asked them for three months. They said they were going to give me a full camp. They said, okay, we got the fight. I'll be put the fight together, you and Nick Lentz. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a, a full camp, and then they just, and then they call me, and then, and then, or then they called, talked to my manager, and my manager contacted me and said, October 18th, and I was like, man, I want a more, more of a camp even. So. But I promise this is the last time I'm gonna say the three letters TMZ. But Nick Lentz was on TMZ. He invited you to come to Florida to train with him so that he could make sure that everything was okay with you. Um, and then he said he was gonna kick your butt after the fact. But what, what's your response to that? Um, I would come, but then I, I'm still in the custody case. I kind of leave my kids. I, I got to um, stay over here and, and watch my kids uh, for now until this custody case thing is going. And then and then we'll see after, Nick. Hit me up on Instagram. No hard feelings, man. It's just going to be a fight between two competitors. So thank you for the offer. Thank you for looking out, though. Thank you very much. So if this is your last fight, do you have a backup plan for something that's going to keep you busy going forward? I know that uh, Jason Perillo, I spoke to him back in Edmonton, he says that fighting keeps you in a really clean place. Um, what do you plan on doing beyond this? Um, I guess um, got some different businesses, some different properties and stuff that I invested my money into. Um, probably going to just, uh, just keep doing that, keep um, just stay in Hawaii, you know, and probably get into more into more into real estate, and uh, you know that's kind of what I've been doing all this time. So just gonna stick with that, stick with the gyms. We're doing the gyms, and uh, just keep keep moving forward on gyms and and what I've been doing all this time. Now this is too personal; you don't need to answer. But have you saved a lot of money from your fighting career? I've done all right. I've done all right. And, of course, you can continue to do seminars all over the world, I imagine. There's still demand for BJ Penn, the prodigy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, se- seminars would be fun. Um, I like to teach, but uh, we'll see. Never know what the future holds. I just want to watch my kids and uh, just, uh, just go for it. I- I'm happy, though. Anybody, man, I live such a good life. It's such a fun life and such a good life. I don't want anybody to worry. And uh, I'm going to go make a real good push and try to win this next fight. And uh, that's the game plan. And just stay happy and just, and just keep it positive. Keep everything positive. Dana White's caught a lot of flack for giving you this fight. You've lost seven in a row. Do, these, do those losses resonate with you? Do they impact you? Or are you just the type of person that looks forward and wants to, wants to keep going? Yeah, I'm only the type of person that looks forward. You know, like, I know, I, I like, I saw, like, um, Ariel Hawani saying that I shouldn't fight, and, and I know that's just him just doing, like, a, like, a, uh, he's just trying to get a Dana, you know what I mean, for Dana putting the fight together. You know him, you know the kind of guy Ariel is, he's trying to weasel his way in or whatever, so that's him trying to stick it to Dana, like, oh, why is Dana letting BJ fight again? BJ should really retire, thinking he's so sad, I can't sleep at night. Like, okay, Ariel, go to a therapist, get better. But, uh, you know, we all know that you got a problem with Dana. But uh, just just keep going and just keep doing your, just keep doing your job, Ariel. So, and he's not the doctor, so he just, he's the, the journalist. But anyway. Well, one thing Perlo was quick to point out was that uh, of your losses, we, we haven't seen you get knocked out cold or anything along those lines. Um, you know, the aforementioned Chuck Liddell, we saw what happened with him at the end of his career um, and how he lost those fights. 
Do you think it makes a big difference? Like, do, should people look at how you lost those fights as opposed to um, the losses themselves? Because a lot of people equate losses with, uh, you know, brain damage or concussions or things of that nature. When with you, if you look at those fights, that might not really be the case. Yeah, of course. Of course, you got to look at all those kind of things, you know. And of, of course, you got to, uh, like, look what happened. I mean, how did he lose? I mean, he got armbarred 10 times. He has brain damage now. And you look at the guy and you're like, what? Doesn't even make sense. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's got, right, trained. It, it's the trained eyes looking at what's going on and who's really involved with this stuff, who watches it once a week, who watches it once a month, who watches it once a year, and who hears about it from their friends, you know. So that's just, that's just what it is. But that's life. You're always going to have, have that going on. Can't really complain about it. One thing that happened this past weekend was uh, Zhang Li won the Women's Strawweight Championship. Now, I know yourself, your, mo- your mother's Korean, um, so you were an Asian-American champion. Ben Henderson's mother, uh, I believe, is Korean, and she- he was a- an Asian-American champion. What do you think it's going to do for Asia as a whole? Um, I know that China and Korea obviously aren't the same place, but to have uh, her become a champion from China. I mean, ch- it- China, you know, when they first came to the UFC fighters from China. They didn't have a lot of success, but now we see a champion. We're starting to see a lot of the Chinese fighters win their fights and, and get some momentum, pick up steam. What do you think it's going to mean for that region? Yes, um, amazing. That's amazing. And I do. Because I, my mother's half Korean, half Native Hawaiian. And, and I do. I, 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 I like to see um, the different, even the Korea fighters, they're, they're really good, really strong. But now nah, that's, that's amazing. Zhang Weili, she just, I saw her in the stare down before the fight, and she looked like a beast. And and then uh, she just went in there and just and Andrade. We all know how tough she is, and she just went in there and wiped Andrade out. So man, that's just amazing. I I believe it when because I saw one of the interviews. I forget the fighter's name, but he said, "Now everybody will see how powerful China is with the MMA." And I believe it. They're gonna come on strong, just like Russia came on strong. Just like Brazil, you know, it's going to be another one. Just like China, Russia, Brazil, and U.S., you know. Of course, you'll have all those other smaller, seem like they're smaller, at least like England and different places. Canada, of course, is good too, another big good one. So, yeah, you got, you know, you, I think they're going to be one of the, one of the powerhouses, just like, just like Canada, U.S., and, and Russia, and Brazil, for sure. They're a big country, and they're going to have a lot of great fighters, a lot of great champions. Without a doubt. Now, the first time you were a coach on The Ultimate Fighter, uh, Nate Diaz was on that season. He was on Jen pa- Jens Pulver's team, but I know that you've kept in touch with him since. Uh, are you pretty surprised at how big of a star he's become? He might be the second biggest star in the UFC or, or third behind Khabib. No, he's, he, man, I always, I always had fun watching him and, and always, uh, I always knew his potential. You know, this isn't surprising me at all. Nate's the man. He did his work. He's not stopping. He's still doing his work, and that's what it's about, getting that work done, and that's awesome. That's awesome to see a nice guy like that up there on top. That's a good man right there. And you see him and Masvidal. Looks like they're going to hook up. That'll be a lot of fun. Yes, yes. Masvidal's another, uh, another guy I really, I really enjoy watching. Always like them. He's a nice guy. I like when I see him around. So him and, him and Nate are going to fight for the the two bad boys, the UFC bad boys. So that's going to be fun, man. That's going to, I, I like that. That's going to be a fun fight. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch that for sure. Thank you guys for putting that on for me.
I think everybody's thankful for that one. Hopefully they can get it signed up. Hopefully they're going to pay these guys. Right? That, yeah. That, that, that's too. <laughs> it's nice to see you guys both make a, a nice check from this fight. Um, when you um, were the champion, you dropped the title, unfortunately, in Abu Dhabi. There's a card there this weekend. But can you tell me about what your experience was like um, fighting there? At the, I think it was the first ever card in Abu Dhabi, and they built the arena specifically for the event. Yeah, man. Abu Dhabi's far. Um, it's pretty far. It's pretty far for us. But, um, yep, Abu Dhabi, that's, uh, that's a pretty cool place. I, I, I would really, really want to fight there again one time in my life. But, uh Yes, this is my last fight coming up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I really, um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Poirier and, and, and Khabib. Who you got? Who you got in that fight? You know, I, I think that Poirier's got a good path to win that fight. I think that if he can keep it on the feet for a little bit and move forward and, and walk into Khabib and, and put pressure on him, he can have some success. But I can't pick against Khabib. I, I just like, I think that that's a loser's game picking against Khabib because of how dominant he is and how good his wrestling is. Do you agree with me? Um, I, I, th- I think this is going to be Khabib's hardest fight for sure. Um, you're right, Khabib has looked amazing in, in, in all his last fights. I think uh, Poirier has to keep the fight going for a little while. He can't go and get uh, wiped out early in the beginning with, uh, with the takedowns. But one thing about Poirier is his cardio is so unbelievable. I mean, he can, he can like, blow his wad in the first and, and still be able to punch hard throughout the rest of the fight. So that's always amazing to, to see that. But I think, yeah, I think it's going to be one of the best fights ever. Even and Poirier, it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm really looking forward to that one. It might be one of the best lightweight fights ever. Um, and finally, if you're going into fight camp, you're, you're hoping to fight in November, who's going to be in your corner? Who are you working with this time around? Um, I'm, um, you know what? I'm, I'm, still, I'm stuck in Hawaii with this custody case right now, so uh, it should hopefully it'll be done by the end of uh, September, maybe a little bit into next month, and then we can get this done, and then I can travel around. But for now, I was... Um, just uh, going to call some of my friends from uh, the Ruka Gym in California and some of my buddies from uh, the Novo Niao in, in Brazil and try to get some people out here to uh, start working out with me and start getting ready for this high level of opponent that we're coming up against. Now, if you don't mind me asking, how often are you getting the chance to see your daughters? Um, so I got them all week now. They were just in California for a month. But uh, I get I get them um, I get them one weekend Friday Saturday Sunday all the way to Monday morning and then and then the next week I get them Wednesday Thursday so I get Wednesday Thursdays one week and then Friday Saturday Sunday drop them off Monday next so I'm happy I get to see them. All right. Well, I've kept you from them long enough. I appreciate you doing this, BJ. Thank you so much for your honesty and, uh, and for clearing the air on a lot of different things that I think people were um, concerned about. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for having me. Wouldn't have done it with anyone else. <laughs> I appreciate that. Take care, BJ. Thank you.